This episode is brought to you by Tabletop Dominion, purveyors of handmade dice and artisan gaming accessories. Why not head over to tabletopdominion.com and use the code BELLOW to enjoy 10% off your order. Who knows, maybe you will find your very own blue dice of power. Hello readers, welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. I hope you are well. We're still with Parker and Sessions and Burple this week as they fumble around inside this research thing, whatever. It's a bit of a shorter episode this week. I don't know if you're interested in how that comes about, but we pretty much keep about half of what we record in any given session. But sometimes they come out a little bit lighter than that. Sometimes the sessions are a little bit shorter, depending upon real life getting in the way and all of that stuff. Anyway, every second I talk about this, of course, readers um, makes the episode longer, thereby pushing me into a sort of weird, logical paradoxical loop that I best escape from. So, I will. And just to say that ratings and reviews are always welcome. We've had some very nice reviews recently from around the world. And we're collecting five-star ratings. Again, if you rate us, be honest. But every rating that we get, we think, drives the algorithm which pushes us up the listings and potentially inflicts our misery on yet more people. The social media thing is just as complicated as always, so I won't get into it, but we're at Billowing Hilltop on pretty much everything except on Twix, where we are at Billowing Hilltoe. Expletives are always welcome to uh, hello at billowinghilltop.com. That's it. I've got no other news or information, so let us push on with episode 156 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, The Laughing Gnome. What do you call a man with no body and no nose? Don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. Mm, it's not bad, Lucas. That's great. What do you call a man with no shins? Tony. How is everybody? <laughs> I haven't spoken to you lot in um, quite a while. Yes. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, uh, Mike. Yeah, we've not been... It's been a while. Hello. Hello, readers. We've all been away, readers. We've all been doing other things. Yeah. I've just massively that. forgotten where we are. I That's actually haven't issue. forgotten where we are because... Uh, my character's life is at stake. That's always true. We have, no, uh, we don't have any Paul. What remains of Paul is in France. Mm. Seeing a specialist. It explains <laughs> the sudden uptick in pollution in the Seine and the <laughs> cancelling yeah. of all the, whatever that event it was. I saw that in the news and I thought, that makes sense. That tracks, <laughs> Paul. they say. I think Graham is with us, but he's had to run out of the room because he's wrestling with a dog. Because Graham... Has He's got wrestling a dog. with a dog. Well, there's a dog. Graham's ordered a dog. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's just been delivered. For a moment, I'm though, not I, thought, I thought you said he yes, ordered a dog. Yeah, in a crate. He has ordered a dog, and it's just arrived. He'll be back, maybe covered in fur and saliva, like Uncle Buggy, basically. <laughs> Talking of which, we also have Johnny with us. Hello, Johnny. Hello, Johnny. Using himself. Hello. No, I'm not going to do all of that stuff. <laughs> I can't be bothered to talk about Dan's golden pelt. Don't be bothered. Johnny is easing himself into his high chair. Yeah, uh, master spidologist Lucas. Hello. And that's it. We're off. So my third favorite DM. Don't ask us to do a recap. <laughs> Michael. Can do the recap. <laughs> my favorite player. Uh, right. Jesus. All right. Here we go. Right. Have I got anything to get through? No. We're empty. We're empty. Well, the emails have dried up a little. I put some stuff out on social media saying... Swear words. We're so yeah. desperate. So desperate are we for emails that they could just send in a single <laughs> expletive. We did get an email from 
bill uh, just says twat. <laughs> <laughs> but that's quite a good choice. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Very Roger, me- very Roger Melly. Very it? Roger Met. Very Roger Met Melly. That's I've got nothing. Oh, I have got one other thing. Yeah, but it's a rules point. Okay. Should we talk about it when Graham's back because it affects Graham? Okay, good. Does it uh, adversely affect Graham? Yes. Excellent. Well, not now, because I think the rule that we've always, the system we've always followed is that if we make a mistake in the rules at a particular point, it seems a little bit. So we're talking, kind of pull let the, me guess, pull the rug out from Spirit under. Guardians. We're talking Spirit Guardians. Yes. We're talking Spirit Guardians. We're talking Wall of Force. That's what we're what? talking. Didn't you mention this last time? Yeah, I think I you did. I have this vague I memory mentioned, you've mentioned this before. Yeah, well, we talked about it. We discussed whether or not Spirit Guardians, see, we're having this discussion without Graham, but we can have it without Graham. And then we can ambush him with it. Yeah. We had your character discussion. has no spells left, Graham. He can't do yes, anything. Yes, your character doesn't. It's now two your years old. Your character doesn't work. He's still got a spanner attached to him, his mini. Yeah, why? That, if my memory serves me, is meant to represent the fact that he is on a broom. Right. And why do I have a no entry <laughs> sign? Or is that, is that a national speed limit applies? That's also something else that Sessions has stuck onto his mini in order to well, Graham has stuck it onto his mini. Sessions isn't real. Sessions is a fictional character, stretching the definition of character to the very limit. The issue no, I think is that no-entry sign is on Burple, not on Sessions. Is it? Yeah. I think it is. Oh, it is. Oh, well, there's something wrong with you then. I don't know. I don't want to know I that. I didn't put it there. <laughs> You're dead. I didn't put it there. You didn't put it there, so no, it can't be there. It shouldn't alive. be there, well, really. technically, alive, but with, like, air quotes and a small a. <laughs> That's what we're going to say. We can talk to Graham. Basically, spirit guardians don't affect things inside a wall of force. We discussed it at length, yeah. and we made the wrong decision. There we go. In fact, spirit guardians don't affect anything that is behind hardcover. Right. We've been playing it wrong since the beginning, three or something years ago. But anyway, recap. Basically, we're in the middle of a yeah. fight with the child with the max wall hair and the funny yes. and the greeblies. Uh, yeah. The, yes. the, that came out of the I mean, that's smoke. a sentence that doesn't really stand up by itself very well. <laughs> well, it's what, that's what I use in meetings. In context, it <laughs> might make more sense. There's a map that we're looking at that readers, you can't see, but it doesn't matter. It's a network of, there's a really grand term for it. There is a collection of small rooms linked by a corridor. Our heroes, the Slayers, are in some sort of research facility, frantically searching for material that may help provide a cure for the parasitic horriblenesses that lurk within Burple and Parker. That is the basic. They've come here through a mirror yep. from a building in Frostanger. They're in some sort of pocket micro-dimension, mizzle I don't know, whatever. <laughs> and Sessions is there too on his spanner, and they are... Broom. Broom. Uh-huh. You've got a dog. How's the dog? Yes. <laughs> Okay. You were hesitant there, so is it? Is <laughs> it not more. actually a dog? No, no, it's, it's an actual dog. It's here. What it kind of be... dog is it? It's a. Uh... <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's uh, a mixed breed. It, it's so... got a lot of dog in it. Have you got a photo? Um, yeah, yeah, you have yeah, got a photo. It's got a lot of dog in it. A lot of post different types of dog. <laughs> Are we allowed to post a photo for the readers, Sir Graham? Well, just for us. I'm guessing not. So we can go. Uh, ooh, uh, they won't know. I can post any cute? photo. It doesn't matter. They yeah. won't know. I'll uh, I'll post Whatever. a photo of the slightly mad dog. <laughs> uh, so is this from a home or something, or it's not a puppy? It's a rescue dog. So it's um. It's got a lot of dog in it. 
Right, shall we get? Shall we? Uh, oh, he's a good-looking oh. boy. What a cutie! Uh, readers, we will share a picture, maybe. Anyway, yes, yes, yes. So you're in these rooms. You're searching for a thingy. You have disturbed some worm-ridden spawn, whatever they're called, ghoul things. One was called Pelvic Chaos, I think. One was called Skull Wonky. Anyway, you've dispatched those things. There's weird gas seeping in through the gaps in reality around the edge of this little micro-dimension. And Parker cast a fireball that seems to have stirred that gas into some agitation. And green oh, greeblies have started to emerge. One of which I forgot to attack with last <laughs> Round, which is extremely annoying. With a dude. There are two green greeblies homing in on you. There's a door to the north of the chamber you're in that leads into a room where all you can see are candles around some sort of pot of something glowy. There's a horrible tone in the air. There's a weird buzzing electricity. There's the bubbling of pots and retorts and all of that kind of stuff. Out of that room to the north came a weird, floaty, ghoulish, undead choir boy. Who pointed at Burple and went, oh! <laughs> and Burple went, ah! covered it. Burple covered it with a wall of force to block out the sound. You've got a horrible feeling. Wait, well, it's not a feeling. You've got a definite sense that the sound that the choir boy emits somehow resonates with these nasties that you believe are parasitically growing within mm-hmm. you. That's why you covered it with a wall of force, which means that you can't hear it. The only damage you've done on it so far is with Sessions Spectral playing cards, but we've just been having a discussion, Graham. The Spirit Guardians don't go through a wall of force, but we're going to let them do so for now because we shouldn't flip things in the middle of a combat. Mm-hmm. That's kind <laughs> of it. makes sense. It is Parker on 23. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, I suppose I should just wallop this Greebly thing. Wallop the Greebly? Yeah. Not a euphemism. Going to wallop the Greebly. Here we go. First attack, uh, flame tongue short sword hitting. Flame tongue short sword, yes, yes, yes. 20, armor class 20. Is a hit. 16 points of damage. Can you tell me about the damage? Yes, so it's 7 piercing and 9 fire. Yep. And then again. Oh, now what? D&D Beyond is now rolling dice for me. Why is D&D Beyond rolling dice for me? Because you can't be trusted to do it. Ah, that's a critical. <laughs> right. You get to draw a card. Ugh. Yes. Well, no, I don't. I get to. I have to confirm it first, don't I? Oh, yeah, that's right. You have to confirm it before yes. you get the card. That's yes. right. But it's no longer a gamble. No, you want to gamble. We don't do the gambling. Don't need to gamble. Boring. Just, just, just we don't do the gamble and we don't do magic dice anymore. That's We're a 10. So and then uh, that'll be plus 8. So that'll be that's 18. 18. 18 is. At one moment, please call it in sufficient. So that would be... It's double damage. So you roll yeah. dice twice. And 39 points of damage, of which 19 is flame. Wow. Right. And then... Yes, I'm just having a look at how many... Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Slow down. You might have killed it. Oh, well, that'd be good. Then I'll go off and... Oh, no, 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 no. Don't worry. No, on we go. On we go. Okay, okay. So then <laughs> next attack is yes. uh, a 26. Yes, yes. Uh, is that an arm strike? Yes, that's doing... Eight points of damage plus yeah, no, well, the okay, eight, yeah, which much? is the thunder. Fifteen points of damage. Yes. Is it still alive? You don't think the thunder did anything to it? Can we just stop there? Can we just take a yeah. beat? 
Oh god, don't tell me it's got some acid skin or something. It has! You've just hit it with your natural thingy, what's it? Yeah, the gloves. Oh! Yeah. Your weapon's been taking damage, but I don't think it makes any difference. What? I don't think magical weapons take damage. Somebody tell me whether I'm right or wrong. No, they take double damage. I don't think they do. <laughs> I don't think they do. Okay, but you take damage. What? You take damage when you punch it with your... What's it? With his magic It's a natural attack, right? Yeah. You take seven points of acid damage. <laughs> okay. But it hasn't affected the gauntlets. It hasn't affected the gauntlets, because the gauntlets okay. are magical. Yes. One further attack. Is this another natural one? Or is this uh, another... Yes, that's words? hitting armor class 19. That is a hit. Six plus four points of lightning damage. And then Thank because you. I hit twice... It does another eight points of thunder and lightning damage. Thunder and... Four of each, if you want to work it out. Yeah, I do. I do, I do, I do, I do. I do, I do, And I now do, you've got to do, do some do, more do. damage on me, and then I'm done. The damage on you that I'm going to do is a further seven points of acid damage. Okay. How's it looking? Green. Purple on Medicine, the Medicine check. I mean, you don't need to make a medicine check. This thing is a sort of weird wraith-like gas green greebly. Have I chopped it up a lot? It doesn't look like it's near becoming an X greebly. Okay. The only thing you have in common with it is that you are both green. Other than that, you don't know. Has anyone looked in that room to the north? No. You can see what you can see in that room to the north, right? I've blocked out a certain area based upon your perspective. What about if I move, move up to the... So you're scrutling round to the double doors. Yeah. I might as well show you the whole thing. Let's not stand on ceremony. So there's a... Bosh. Oh, God, that just looks really lovely, that room, doesn't it? Nice green, ambient um. light. Very <laughs> calming, very okay. soothing. Yeah. Swirly thingy. What you can see <laughs> is that there's sort of junk in the corners of this chamber. It looks rather sort of haphazardly stacked bits and bobs of everything, but you do wonder whether or not some of this stuff isn't to do with your problem, as in there may be a dividend in that junk. There are candles arrayed around a pot which seems to be containing a glowing, heated, a sort of magma, from which is drifting a faint green vapour. Then, to your right purple, in the sort of portion of the room that runs along the top of the big chamber you're in at the moment, there is a some sort of schematic drawn out on the floor. We'll make a little test in a moment to see what you can make of that. Part of the schematic, the bit that stands out, as it were, not literally, is that drawn upon the floor is what looks like a depiction of a planet. Right. And in line with, with that planet depiction and the bulk of the diagrammatical circles and lines in the centre of the room, on the wall, there is the effigy of a green skull with worms issuing from within its bonce area. <laughs> Technical term, within its yeah. bonce area. Within its bonce area. I'm a scientist, but I've read around the subject. That's what you can see. It doesn't look like there's any answers in there that are going to be easily extracted uh, Give me a, during a combat. Straight intelli- Whoa, you haven't got any kind of knowledge skills. We don't have knowledge skills. Give me an intelligence Check. Yeah, because I'm really good at that. Well, that's, you know, you sent the wrong person, didn't you? Okay, six. So six? No. You can't make out any significance of the markings on the floor no. or anything else. All right. 
What else do you want to do? You've got loads of movement left. And yeah, I've got loads of movement left. So I shall move back. One, two, three. The Greebly that's on Parker. Mm -hmm. I shall fire a spell into its bounce area. Oh, yes. Doesn't seem to have one, but yes. Doesn't it have a bounce area? Okay. No, it's more of a sort of wobbly zone monster. Wobbly zone monster. <laughs> okay, well, I will yeah. fire some dissonant whispers at it. Oh, yes. Let's have a that wisdom happens. save. DC 17, please. DC 17? Yeah. Um, it <laughs> critically fails that save. Yes. So it, okay, so yes, it, it takes critically fails double that save this, doesn't it? Because it critically failed. It no. takes double. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to humour you? Yes, fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 18 point de damage. 18 point de damage. That's psychic damage. That is psychic damage. It, uh, and it dissipates in a puff of green. There we go. See? Okay. Fast, efficient. Done. Done. I mean, let's not pretend that Parker didn't do the, you know, the Parker. I shall waggle my eyebrows at the choir boy. <laughs> Wiggle your eyebrows in delight. On 16, it's sessions. It's a bit restricted with the um, concentration. So how wounded is Parker looking? Where's Buggy? I'm on 54 of 94, so I'm reasonably okay. Okay, maybe I will just do a little healing on Parker. Well, that would be nice. Thank you very much. There's a massively important detail, by the way, that I omitted from our recap. <laughs> <laughs> You'd forgotten it. I'd forgotten it. But anyway, we'll get to it when it comes round to my turn, which is next. <laughs> <laughs> lovely. Uh, okay. On Ooh. 23. Ooh, lovely. Cure Thank wounds, 23 on park. And the Spirit Guardians continues. Drop down on the sweepstakes. I can touch park and I'll elevate myself back up to my nice sort of slightly yeah, safer feeling distance off the ground. The detail that I admitted, it's not really a detail, it's more of a kind of fundamental <laughs> piece of information <laughs> that I admitted from the recap. Well, it's been literally been more than a month since we played. Yes. Um, is that where we stopped last time, the door in the southern wall of the corridor that runs back to the room that you came in through. So in between yeah. you and, as it were, your exit point had swung open. Oh, God. Oh, that door. Yes, I thought it might be that door. Throwing a crackling, electric arcing green light across that corridor. And this light had thrown the silhouette across the floor of what looked like somebody wearing Jester's Motley. Ah. Is this ringing a bell? Yes. Because it is. <laughs> there it's are turned. little bells ringing. It's got <laughs> curly feet. It's got banana-y giant prong hat head. <laughs> Jester gear and when that door opened there was a surge of electricity and you could see the silhouette of this Jester figure it screamed in distress, agony, whatever and its form seemed to transform from being you would have thought a kind of humanoid Jesteroid form to a nasty kind of messed about horrible form that's what we missed anyway so off we go. <laughs> Let's start with the Greeblies. Well, Greebly 2, anyway. What's the Greeble's movement? The Greeble's have got a movement of... Blimey. The Greeble is going to pick one of you three. One, two, purple. Three, four, sessions. Five, six, Parker getting a six. It's Parker. 
buffed. You didn't really <laughs> need to roll, did you? No. <laughs> it's just one and I pre booked that dice roll yeah. beforehand. Yeah, you had the dice. It goes. There it is. And Grooble's up to you. And it makes that noise. And then it attacks you with its weird, floaty, wraith like tendril. Does it take damage coming into the spec. The Celestial Spirit Guardians. Spectral Guardians. Yeah, Spirit Guardians. Yeah, all right, all right. Hold up. I'll save it for it. It's clipboard. Nine. Oh, bollocks. That's not going to be enough, is it? Hopefully not. How satisfying for Graham. No, it fails. How much damage does it take? 14 points of damage. Radiant, sir. Oh, it is radiant, isn't it? Radiant, yes, radiant, sir. Oh, it seems to have damaged it more Double than you might nice. expect. Excellent. But it survives. In order to uh, unleash upon Parker its disappointing attack. First tendril of nasty. Oh, 26. <sighs> That's a hit, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Second tendril of nasty. 19. No. Yeah. yeah. 17 points of acid damage on Packer. Now, is there any not special nice. stuff that you've got to save against? Well, Hysnick has not got any special... Do you know what I mean? He's got no yeah. special stuff. God, that's disappointing. No, that's what we like. You know, just some plain boring, old standard boring, damage. That's no use whatsoever. It's one of those powers that monsters get never come up. Right, okay, well, that's the end of that, Greebly. And then, emerging from this door in the southern wall of your corridor to safety... Hmm. There is this awful, warped, shambling, shuffling, disjointed, crazed, ghoul-like jester. It shuffles out. It is, of it course, a magic Like it doesn't really know where it is. It looks uh-huh. like it doesn't really understand anything. Bear in mind, it's a jester. doesn't look very happy. It makes it into the chamber that you're all in. The head of the jester... No. Bells and its banana-like oh, no. bouncy prongs flips open yeah. <laughs> like a pedal bin and yes. it screeches an awful, mocking, horrible, eldritch laugh at you. Mm. Can you all give me, please, a wisdom saving throw that you really, really want to make? Wisdom saving oh, throws. I'm go. not good at wisdom saving throws. Okay, a six. Thirteen. Twenty-two. Oh, Nineteen from Burble. I am going to use my... That's actually a critical save. You've got to stop this. <laughs> There's no such thing. <laughs> but, you know... I don't think that's going to be enough. I'm going to roll again. Oh, Another nice. six. We got the dice. Yeah. dice. Ah, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, that's more like it. There we go. You're all not as fine as you'd like to think. (laughs) You all save, which means you're not dead. The worst thing is damaged. Yeah. But you take the following psychic damage. Disappointing. Five points of psychic damage. But also. You are consumed by the giggles, all of you. <laughs> Tash is uncontrollable. You fall into fits of laughter. Mm-hmm. Does that have an effect? You fall prone and you are incapacitated. 
the whole thing just seems to be absolutely hilarious. The irony is not lost upon us. An incapacitated creature can't take actions or reactions. No, you're just absolutely paralysed with laughter. But I can concentrate. That's lucky. Took damage, didn't we? So we have to make a constitution saving throw. Yes. Yes, you do, but only against DC 10 constitution save. Purple and possession. Does that mean we're knocked over or just prone in the sense yeah, of... Yeah, you are, you are lying on your back, Parker. Right. Does that mean um, I fall off the broom? How does concentration checks work again? You probably need to give me a dexterity save. Who? Sessions not to fall off the broom. Okay. 20 dexterity save. How do concentration checks work again? God, I'm so rusty. It's a constitution saving throw. DC 10 or half the damage. So making my saving throw... Getting a 20. Excellent, so I saved. And I get a 15. So, spells are still in place. Everything's fine. Except we can't take actions. Well, so I say everything's fine. It's so fine what? for me. That's what I really meant. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we have to do? You know... <sighs> Well, we use our turn well, removing the condition. Well, let's get to that. Let's get to that. Okay. Moving on to Parker on 23. You are incapacitated, so there's nothing you can do. But can I do something to remove the condition? Is what nothing that requires an action. At the end of the turn in which you do nothing, you can give me another wisdom save. Do you have a stillness of mind or something? Yeah, I was just looking that up, but it's charmed or frightened. Ah, hmm. So mm. I can't use that. That was what not exactly laughing. what I was looking up. No, not laughy and... No, laughy is great, isn't it? Uh, okay, well, there you go. It's another one I've managed to dredge up from the book. Which... So it's the end of my go and I get another wisdom save. You do? 18. 18. You are no longer incapacitated with laughter. And we move on But am I... Oh, but I'm still prone, right? Yeah, yeah. So I have prone. to get up, but I'm not incapacitated. Yep. Mm, That's right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's... Purple, you can also do nothing apart from concentrating your spell, but at the end of your turn, you can make another wisdom save. Another wisdom save. Ooh, ooh. That's a Do I want four. to uh, throw in an ought? Yes. Is it time for ought? It's time for ought. Is 15 a save? Roll the d8. So no, in other words. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's probably it's maybe just roll the d8. 18. You're fine. That's enough. Sessions. Okay. We might as well move straight on to you. No, I can't do anything. Can't think of anything, so I will make my save at the end of my go. That's enough, Sessions. Back to me. 20 plus 11. Right. For a save I'm good at. Six. I think you all know what is going on here. At the beginning of the go, can the creatures inside the Spirit Guardians take damage? Oh, they should have done. Yes, they need to make a saving throw. Well, Greebly does. It makes that save, so it takes half of... Well, I mean, you know, it's rather difficult to tell how well this thing is. It is going to attack Parker. Parker, you are on the ground. It therefore attacks at a... Anybody know? Plus something? Advantage? Uh, something? Um, hold on. An attack roll against this creature has an advantage if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. Otherwise, the attack roll has disadvantage. Cool. Here we go. It attacks, first of all, it was a three with its thing, and then it rolls an 11, hitting armor class 22. It's a miss. 22 is a miss, and then the second attack. It's a miss. Yes. What can I do? do? It hits armor class 28. Is a a hit, yes. 16 points of acid damage on you, Parker. Now. Death by a thousand cuts. Going to roll a d6. You know what this is for. You know what you don't want me getting. (laughs) 
<laughs> shrieks its horrid laugh again. Can everybody make a wisdom save, please? And you really, really. I've used my old dice now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> screwed. It's a 15 from session. 15 enough, otherwise I'll start rolling my luck. No, it's 15 is not enough. Okay, so I'll re-roll with my Ooh, luck. Oh, yes! Okay. 25. So. But we're still back down uh, giggling again, aren't we? So I rolled a 6 on that d6, by the way, readers, which meant this thing screeches again. So, where are we? <laughs> oh, I only got I'm 16 on my second roll, so I might have to throw my ought dice. 16, you're okay, sessions. Ah, okay. Parker, you're okay. Mm-hmm. Purple. Failed. And we're at the last chance, whatever, are we mm-hmm. not? You drop to zero hit points. Again. The Wall of Force, I think you're unconscious. Let me just make sure that you're unconscious. I thought we were playing... Uh, Boromir. Boromir. We are. And since you didn't take any damage, you haven't got to make a constitution save, which seems a bit weird, but there we go. Sessions and Parker, you're both gripped by the lighter side of this whole situation <laughs> to the point where you can't stop laughing again purple yeah you are down you're on zero hit points is this the rule you say that when you have more fails than successes you fall unconscious is that the one we're playing yes you've stopped making death saving throws if you fail your first one you fall unconscious i thought That's... if you had more negative than positive but you do have more negative than positive if you but if your first one is a fail. But if your first one's a succeed, and your second... If your first one's a success, and then you've got one in the bank, you can make a fail, and you're still where you were. Another fail knocks you over. Yeah. yeah. So, But it's not necessarily your first fail. It could be your second fail, depending on what you do on your first roll. That was my point. Sorry. Uh, yeah. If, you're, if your first it's, it's just death makes, save... Yeah. If, if your first, first one, death save is a fail... I, I understood, Right. I'm glad that two of you do. I understood, too. So it's only you, Mike. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for Dan Buggy to appear out, out of the cloud. Even though he's my favourite player. <laughs> right. He's, he's um, trying to kill me. That was yeah. them on 16. The choir boy looked triumphant briefly, then realised that <laughs> a little niche in the rules denied it its <laughs> triumph. I shall waggle my eyebrows at it. That's not an action. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? No. You sure? Yeah. You're not taunting. Free, free waggle. <laughs> it's a free waggle. Uh, Johnny, yeah. who has been sitting here quietly in his special chair. It's time, Johnny. Can we leap into the broom cupboard? I think we're just going to have to jump yep, into the broom certainly cupboard. certainly can. Right. Oh. I'm going to describe what you can see yeah. and what you can hear. You burst through the mirror. You're in this corridor. The mirror With is Mother behind Maggot. you. Potentially coming through after me. Possibly. There's a gate kind of barred door to your south that leads into an area that you can't really make out very much of. And then the corridor that you're in, as if you kept going in the direction directly from the mirror, you immediately hit a right turn. In the corner of that right turn, there's a desk covered in papers and stuff. Looks like there's a couple of flasks or bottles. They look a bit like the bottles that you've encountered before. Smoky quartz, heavily faceted. To your right, round that corner, you can hear this arcing, buzzing electricity. And there's this green, flickering light illuminating everything from round in that direction. Just as you're kind of working out your surroundings, you hear an awful laugh. It's come from your right. It's come from the direction of the arcing electricity and the light and all of that stuff. It 
sent a chill through you and there was a moment where you felt like it was going to grab you there was a moment where you felt like it was going to kind of sweep you up in this sort of twisted hysteria somehow so you were okay it, it was basically. just too faint or too distant no. or something I haven't got what my armor on I haven't got my that's right you're just wearing a night shirt on. yeah I've got my axe in my hand with the smoke activated I've got my boots okay. of speed on. yes and I've got my bag of holding so yes. what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Does it look like I can smash this mirror pretty easily? You could try. I mean, if it's a real mirror, then yes, it's just a mirror. Can I see through the other side to the Mother Maggot, or is it just... No, no, no. I mean, it, it, no, that's not been your experience of these things. It just it appears to be, as you're standing there, just a completely regular mirror. I don't know whether this is the only way out, though, so I might not smash it. What I'm going to do is um, I'm going to move up the corridor to the desk. Yes, as the corridor turns to your right, which is north, it's about 15 feet, then opens up into a room where you can see these glass green stacks like giant bulbs that are flickering and going, you know, crackling. Do you remember underneath the arena, the Ulgastaster and the thingy scrolls and the light that was arcing up the passageway towards the Ulgastaster chamber? It's like that. It seems to be arcing between these green valve bulb things. Hmm. So I'm moving my 70 feet that I can move in around as long as I don't meet any hostiles and then with my action I'm going to do a death ward okay are you gonna run which is the thing I cast every day so you're scootling yeah. up north through the chamber with the green valve bulb things yes yeah with the smoke around me as you reach the entrance of this chamber it's running left to right horizontally in front of you there's a door just slightly offset but almost opposite you you think that there's a chance that you might be struck by one of these bolts of green electricity as you're running through the chamber do you want to give it a shot how far have i moved up to the entrance to oh uh, 15 feet and how far do I need to move to get to the other side of the chamber? It's about another 20, 25 feet. That would take you through yeah, the door I'll, on the other side. Oh, take a risk. Okay, give me a dexterity save. I think you make them at advantage. Are you raging? I don't think I was, actually. I think you were raging. Look at my character sheet. I remember uh, you raging when you were faced with Lugpod and all of that. That's true. I've, I've, that no. just gives me advantage on strength. But your barbarian gives you danger my sense. Gives you advantage on dexterity against effects that you can see while not blinded, deafened. There we go. So make a dexterity save at advantage in order okay, to so dodge these green electricity arcs. So I'll, I'll roll two on this. And, uh, 14. 14. And your other roll. 13. 13. 14, luckily, is enough. Just enough. You just time your run through the room to avoid being hit by one of these spark arc things. And you burst through the door on the other side into a well-lit corridor. And let us leave. Let's just leave the room covered and go back to the others. Okay. You're not certain, but you think Uncle Buggy has joined you because Hurrah! smoke has started to billow out and you can hear a kind of growl down the corridor the by the jester. <laughs> but, I mean, in reality, yeah. it's only been missing for like two and a half minutes. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask this question. You the last time, time yeah, you've, yeah, you've been going for weird. minutes. <laughs> you crept around in that house for about 10, 15 minutes. We probably hadn't even noticed he wasn't there. Then you've been here for about, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes maximum. Yeah. yeah. You can hear a growl. You can smell that distinct, <laughs> sweet smell. It's me, comrades. Be, uh, oh, okay. And then you hear... <laughs> uh, you hear from the comrades. smoke. You hear... Um, 
the familiar yeah. voice of Uncle Buggy. Buggy, that is done, though. Sorry, can you just describe to me what's going on in the party? Because I don't... Burp was on the ground. You're in a corridor that's running east-west. To your west, weird, gaseous something at the end of the corridor, like a dead end. There's a door offset to your north into a chamber. I think it's open, but you can't really see much apart from junk. Looking to your west, the corridor opens out into a large chamber in which you can see a slightly strange sight, Buggy. You're standing directly behind some kind of undead ghoul jester whose head has flipped open like a pedal bin. Then you can see a weird green wraith-like thing that's floating over the prostrate form of Parker who seems to be having a fit of total hysterics and laughter. Can't stand up. Up near the ceiling, just past Parker, you've got Sessions, who is also gripped by laughter to the point of inactivity, hanging, clinging onto the sweepstake. And then past Sessions on the floor, you can see Burple, who looks like he's just clinging onto life. To the right of them all, you can see a tiny boy, like a choir boy, floating off the ground. It seems to be singing, but you can't hear anything. That's what you can see. Thanks. On 23, it is Parker. Parker, you are seized by laughter. Yeah, I'm incapacitated again, right? You are incapacitated. Do you want to make your wisdom save at the end of your turn? Uh, I do. But you can't. Just one I've decided not question. To yeah. Does standing up yeah, is an action, isn't it? It's not a movement. It's a move action. It's movement. Yeah. It costs you three squares of movement rather than half your movement because half your movement makes no sense. But can I do that even if I'm incapacitated? Nope. Yes. Okay. Well, then... Oh, uh, dear. That's not enough, Parker. You're still Jesus. incapacitated. Oh, dear. Clock keeps ticking round. We go round to 18 and burple. Burple, can you give me your first death saving throw? It's just a d20, isn't it? Just a d20 needing an 11. Needing a 10. Needing a 10. <laughs> Sorry. No. Oh. Yeah, you fall unconscious. That means... Unless anybody else wants to throw in their ought dice. I haven't got one. Can I throw in my ought dice? You're allowed to use your ought dice to help somebody else, yeah. Can I use my luck? Well, no, I can't. Say? No, it's your halfling luck. I don't think so. Don't push it, Graham. <laughs> what do you want to do? So if I give him my ought dice, he gets to roll again and add a d8. Exactly right. And that keeps the... Um, mm-hmm. But I can't do anything this round anyhow, because I'm gripped with the, giggling. Uh, doesn't mean you can't hand Burple like, your dice. dice. That's a blessing from the great Ord. Okay, I will do it. I'm beginning to think this is a bad idea, but I'm going to do it anyhow. Burple, you can re-roll your death save and add a d8. Okay. <laughs> Fucking hell. Ooh. Two. Bloody Meaning an eight. Oh, one. one. Fucking hell. Sorry, Greg. Oh, dear. <laughs> you slumped to the ground. The wall of force is dispelled. Shite. The room is suddenly <laughs> filled with the awful eldritch tone of the choir boy. What does this mean? Is this the end for Burple Sessions Park? No. Uncle Buggy. Me? I've just got it. Dragged down to hell <laughs> by an awful undead jester. Well, we will find out when we pick things up next week. This feels bad. Yep. Feels very bad indeed. (laughs) 
The Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Prince of Red Hand and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Prince of Red Hand was written by Richard Pett. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening. Thank you.